Well, hello and welcome to Rhythms of Grace. Uh, I'm Christine, and this week I am just here with Sung. Here I am. Um, Nate is on a trip with his family, and so... uh, He's getting some rest. He is getting some well-earned rest. Um, And so uh, we're going to just keep talking about rest on the podcast. Yep. Well, we're going to talk about more than rest. We're going to talk about kind of more of a holistic uh, approach or view of... Uh, health and fitness, which rest is a huge part of. And in our culture, this day and age, uh, we do not do very well. Yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, it's, it's easy to forget um, until uh, it goes poorly. Mm -hmm. It's easy to forget how much uh, food and exercise um, and sleeping conditions actually affect how rested I feel. Yeah. And they all contribute. And so this, this episode, we talked about the seven different kinds of rest. Now uh, we want to talk about kind of like three building blocks for a, uh, a, I don't know what to call it, like a holistic, healthy lifestyle, Yeah, which uh, rest is a part of. Uh, but we, we want to talk about uh, three other things. Uh, well, the, the third thing is kind of falls under rest, but most people think of rest as sleep, but mm-hmm. we, we really kind of debunk that notion. Rest is more than just sleep. There's different kinds of rest, but sleep is one of the areas that we want to talk about, specifically in the areas of like, I know a ton of people who just have a hard time falling asleep or staying mm-hmm. asleep or whatever, and, and we'll kind of talk more about the importance of sleep. But we also want to talk about diet and exercise, the, the kinds of foods we eat and the kind of movements and activities that we engage in. Yeah, and I think that the thing I want to point out, um, just as we're introducing this new kind of like mini series, um, is that in my experience, all of these different areas of health impact my mental rest. They impact my spiritual rest. They impact like all of these other areas of rest. Mm -hmm. Um, Because if I'm physically unhealthy for for any of these reasons, um, it it affects every part of my life. Right. Like if you go and get uh, Chinese takeout this afternoon and take a nap because of the high levels of MSG, I doubt you're going to get some really good physical rest from that. Yes, exactly. Your body is trying to process all that food, uh, all that MSG that... uh, while you may have taken a nap, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to wake up feeling really rested. Yeah. And so let, let's begin by talking about um, food and diet, and because I think there's more confusion out there about the latest diet trends mm. and information, and there's always changing dietary guidelines. I, I remember one day, one decade, it's like eggs stay away from it. Mm-hmm. The next decade, it's like eggs actually have more of it. Yeah. Uh, same thing is true of coffee and wine and alcohol mm-hmm. they're constantly changing guidelines and what, what what's needed and so it, it, it's almost like it's easier to figure out your uh your your income taxes than to know how to eat right these yeah. days so uh that's why i think so it's not uh uncommon for to see so many friends and family members and even ourselves uh trying to to lose weight and um and diet is one of those words it's like the d word right mm-hmm. oh diet i'm on diet and, and for some people it's not just losing weight it's also about health mm-hmm. and so uh I would say as an intro, and you and Nate will be talking more about food, Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll be away um, during that week, but 
I would say the quality, uh, here's a quick summary of my thoughts. The quality of what you eat is much more important than like the overall quantity, mm-hmm. right? Like so many people count calories or whatever it is. And, and I would say uh, the thing that I've learned since being married to Amy for so many years yeah. is the quality of our mm-hmm. food is way more important than um, how much you eat, like ca- ca- calorie intake. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like uh, I'm really excited to talk about food uh, because I'm sure you are. Yeah, <laughs> because, yeah, with uh, like just a lot of health problems in my past, like having worked with nutritionists and okay. seeing how much it impacts, and hmm. having to really see, yeah, what how how can we increase the quality and what does that do for our quality of life? It yeah, makes a difference. Man, I wish I, I wish I was there to to hear because I, I know some of your journey. I would love to hear more of, of your in depth journey on health. Yeah, you'll just have to listen to the podcast i know right (laughs) i mean yeah i I don't really listen to our own podcast because it's like i wonder what they're gonna say yeah uh i I think the over and i would say overall approach because i mean when i think of i'm gonna give something away uh for those listeners who will be here to listen to the the food and eating uh episode but um uh, Christine is a vegan. Mm, yeah. And uh, Nate is a farmer yeah. who sometimes eats his own um, livestock. Yeah. And so one one disclaimer is uh, already like that puts 90 some percent of people who are of our listeners like out, yeah. right? Like, well, I'm not a vegan. I don't uh, kill my own livestock mm-hmm. and eat it. And so, but I would say as, as a general summary, not only quality of food, but um, really, I, I think the basic approach to eating well is mm-hmm. like avoiding anything that's fried, consuming fewer refined carbohydrates and eating as little as sugar as possible mm-hmm. um, overall. That's the hard one. Sugar, <laughs> yeah. <me>. Because <laughs> sugar is in like everything. It's in everything. And if, you, if you've read articles, like how addictive sugar is, yeah. like it is more more addictive than cocaine. Yeah. Can you believe that? And so, yeah, if you've ever done like um, a cleanse mm-hmm. or anything like, man, like, and the, the, the addicting part of not only fr- uh, um, processed food and sugar is, it, it is, it's like an addiction. The, mo- the more you have it, the more you want it. Yeah. And, and I'll say this just as a, as a personal testimony too, when you start cutting back on it, mm. like you're craving for it, um, also decreases as well too. Yeah. So it, it is a discipline of self-control, mm-hmm. but it is worth it. Uh, I will say real quickly, my journey, before I got married, I used to drink Coke, mm. like water. Interesting. Yeah, like all the time, multiple like cans a day. Yeah, It was my drink of choice. And I didn't realize how bad it was. Mm. Now I am like an evangelist for anti-Coke. Yeah. <laughs> and I will even say, uh, uh, we have, we have a, a, a friend, uh, uh, um, Christine that uh, drinks uh, well I got him off of coke because mm-hmm. I was like that, that going on this uh, anti-coke ev- evangelism kind of thing more because of high high fructose corn syrup yeah. which is really bad for you um, but then then he started to drink diet coke and he's mm. like well it doesn't have that it has aspartame well there's studies coming out too yeah. just showing how bad that is too yeah but it's okay because it's only uh, it's only poisonous yeah. in California 
<laughs> so it's right. fine. Right. And Europe. And Europe. Yeah. Uh, but once you start eating better, man, it, uh, and you give it a time, uh, you, instead of going from diet to diet, kind of the, like the roller coaster thing, uh, you know, and, and instead of, instead of worrying like tr- about like losing 10 pounds or anything, and you focus more on becoming healthier and making better decisions, um, man, your overall well being will just skyrocket. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm excited to ha- talk through, especially, uh, yeah. Once we get into the food episode, like, yeah, just some of those like tangible small steps yeah. to having more energy and to having, um, I think it, um, it is kind of, I always get really suspicious. My mom is very much like she, uh, growing up, we would read a lot of books saying like, this is the secret. Um, <laughs> you know, like this is the, we figured it out and just cut gluten and you'll be healthy. Just mm. cut sugar and you'll be. Um, and I think, yeah, what I found is that um, it's about balance. Yeah. I mean, as with many things, it's about the the healthy rhythms that you have in your diet yeah. of like, yeah, um, not going to any extreme necessarily, but just mm-hmm. finding finding balance and moderation. So yeah. anyway, I'm excited to talk more about it. Yeah, and maybe I'm stuck on this because it's an episode that I won't be here to say anything mm-hmm. about. But I, I will say um, uh, there's one Harvard researcher and he says that this, because, you know, there's this notion of like moderation, yeah. right? Um, uh, uh, because... And he says that the idea that like the notion that it's okay to eat everything in moderation is he, he would say is just an excuse to eat whatever you want. Mm. And so the whole idea of moderation really has to be moderated as well too. That's true. Although the other, the other thing too is uh, I, I did this for a while. Tim Ferriss has a book out called the four hour uh, body or, or something like that mm. for, um, and he talks about how, uh, six days a week, you uh, he, it's p- basically a low carb diet. Um, so it's not like extreme, like just protein or just, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, uh, cause I love carbs, yeah, <laughs> bread and things like that and, and pasta. And so I went on it for a while and then he, he gives you one day where you're like, eat pizza, eat ice cream, mm-hmm. eat whatever you want. And, uh, well, I, I haven't done that in a while. I should get back to that. That would, that, that actually worked well for me because there was, cause for me, like, um, uh, Amy and I would talk about this. Amy's like, you know, if I do something, I have to be all in. I, mm. I can't even have like, you know, just, and for me, like, I'm fine with rigid discipline, but I need like a break. And so I'd be curious to hear uh, our listeners, like what diets or uh, practices have you had in this, in this area and what has worked and what have you found uh, helpful or not? So Mm -hmm. uh, you and Nate will have a lot of great things to say, stories to share. uh, I'm sure uh, from both your perspectives as a farmer and as a vegan. Yeah. Yeah, we'll try to be uh, a little bit, uh, what do you call it, approachable to the uh, average listener. <laughs> yeah. And then there's exercise, maybe yeah. the other E word for some people, like ugh, yeah. exercise. Yeah, I was just watching um, something on BBC. I watch like BBC quiz shows. And so it's a bunch of comedians talking about different things. And they were talking about how uh, one of the ladies was like, I hated this uh, activity that we did because it was so fun that it made me feel like maybe exercise wasn't so bad after all. And I hate anything that makes me think I could exercise. I don't know. She was just like <laughs> going on and on about, you know, how much she uh, hates exercise. And I was like, I, I feel like the goal is to find those things that yeah. make you think exercise isn't so bad after all. <laughs> right. But for a lot of us, uh, that thing does not exist. Yep. And my quick summary uh, and peak sneak, uh, sneak peek. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> I need some <laughs> coffee. Uh, sneak peek um, into what we'll be talking about when it comes to exercise is, I would say, exercise alone is not enough. Mm-hmm. Like most people, especially who work uh, in, in not in the work of uh, the area is not like manual labor, but uh, knowledge industry. Like you are sitting at a desk like uh, six, eight, ten hours a day. Mm-hmm. Go exercise for half an hour, and you think, oh yeah, I'm good. A- actually. I would say more than like exercise, I will talk more about this, like how many minutes per week or whatever, like you want to try to be active throughout the day. Yeah. And so it's, uh, it's not just 20, 20, 30 minutes of exercise will not offset um, hours of just sitting around. Yeah. And I, I think I want to, that the, the words exercise Mm. alone is not enough is like, um, it, it just reminds me of, um, one of the things that I feel really strongly about when it comes to um, food, exercise, um, maybe especially for for women, is like a lot of times, as soon as we hear food, as soon as we hear exercise, our brains go to weight loss or appearance, or at least for for me, having had like, just, I think uh, it's just really common to have an unhealthy relationship with both of those. And, And for me, in my post-college life, really having that constant reminder every time I exercise, every time I try to be more active or eat healthier, reminding myself it's not about like weight loss at the expense mm-hmm. of energy. Right. It's about energy. Yeah. And if that means weight loss, great. But what am I doing to increase my, like become more like who God is calling me to be in the yeah. world? Yeah. Um, not, you know, exercising and starving yourself, but exercising and eating life-giving calories instead of empty ones. Yeah. Um, exercising in order to live longer and be, be a, a healthier whole person. Right. So I think I just want to like plant that seed now so that once we get talking about exercise and food, we can just re- remember what the goal of talking about these topics That are. is a great perspective. I think something that needs to be heard in our very image conscious culture yeah. where appearance and weight and all that is like supreme and ultimate, uh, especially for women. Yeah. Um, and, and so I, I think that's a really good word. And we'll talk, we'll dive more into that when we talk about exercise. Yeah. And then there's sleep. The one that we all actually think about when it comes to health or uh, rest. rest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and I, used to th- I used to be really bad at sleep. Well, so in college, hmm. um, well, and we'll get into, I, I don't want to give too much away, but um, um, I, I, so I used to be really bad at sleep in the sense of I, I, fused, I viewed sleep as a curse. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, and then I would read about all these geniuses, Albert Einstein, yeah. Leonardo da Vinci. They would, they would, you know, work for four hours, take a half hour nap, get up and do that throughout the day. I'm like, that's, that's what I want to do. Like yeah. sleep is a waste of time. Now it is completely switched and one hour, uh, 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 one less hour of sleep does not equal an extra hour of achievement or mm-hmm. enjoyment. Yeah. And so, um, and, and for, in some places, uh, staying up all night is a badge of honor. Yeah. I always stayed up all night to do, to get this work done. And, and, uh, I'm sure you've done that. I've heard you talk about this, but this is true for me too. Now it's like, uh, I'm so tired. I need to go to sleep and tomorrow morning, uh, I'll be refreshed and I'll be, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's kind of like sharpening your knife. Yeah. Uh, you, you're going to be much more effective the next day. Yeah, I think I also definitely um, growing up and especially like 
late high school, early college, I would just like decrease sleep, decrease sleep. Cause I was like, <laughs> oh, if I, if I get up at four, if I get up at three, like if I, if I'm like up earlier and earlier, then like, I'll be more effective. I'll get more done. And that's only true, um, for a short window. Right. Uh, I think through like age 21, you can live that way. Yeah. And like, <laughs> it's true. Um, but even then, is that your best life? I don't know. I don't know if that's, uh, actually how we were designed. Um, and just that psychology of, um, the, the fact that sleep is actually, it's not wasted time. It is where your brain, you know, heals itself. It's where your brain actually uses the calories you've eaten throughout the day. So if Mm -hmm. you are, you know, if you're trying to lose weight, you should be sleeping. Or if you're trying to have more energy, um, even just aside from the sleep, it's also like, resetting your whole body. Yeah. Um, and I think that was helpful for me of like, okay, this is still work. This is still like an accomplishment. (laughs) My body's doing a lot tonight. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, (laughs) this is taking a little uh, scripture, a little out of context, but it's like, it says God grants sleep to those he loves. Yeah. And so for somebody who used to hate sleep, that was a good word for me to say, you know, it's a gift. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, like, uh, yeah, instead of seeing it as a, a curse or a bad thing, uh, something to avoid. Yeah, it is funny to see like all through scripture, sleep is seen as a blessing because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, if you're sleeping, then you're at peace. Yep. You're not being attacked by enemies. Yeah. Um, and I think for us, we just like, we even though we're in a complete sense of safety, it's like, as we saw with mental uh, rest, it's like we always feel like, there's so much to be done. We're always like in a sense, uh, like we're always on high alert. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. um, because of all of that. And so just trusting that sleep is not going to be the end of the world can be a big step. <laughs> yeah. 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 So those are the three building blocks that we're going to be talking about, uh, as we continue this series on rest. <clears throat> and really it's more about becoming more holistically fit and healthy, Um, And again, from a scriptural perspective, it's because your body is a temple of the Holy Mm -hmm. Spirit. And so what you consume, what you eat, uh, how well you are rested and sleep and how how much you engage your body in activity um, is is really uh, about honoring God or dishonoring God. Uh, one last anecdote I remember, man, when I was in college, like, you know, like there's all these like easy, like you, you have those hot pots where you could just throw noodles, ramens or something mm-hmm. and, and, and cook it. And, and I remember one time a bunch of guys were like making ramen and eating it in the dorm rooms. And my roommate was like, uh, prayed. Uh, and I think this is the first time it kind of struck me. And mm. I said, he's like, bless this food to our bodies. <laughs> yeah. And I said, well, a- a- after he prayed, I kind of said, Eddie. I don't think God's going to bless this food to our bodies. <laughs> yeah. It's nothing but like salt and empty calories yeah. and just, uh, and ever since then, it's been, I've been much more cognizant, even mm-hmm. as we pray that, right? Like, cause we pray that sometimes pretty mindlessly. Yeah. Bless this food to our bodies, blah, blah, blah. And then, you, and then you realize like even what you're eating isn't really that. It, it isn't going to be God honoring because yeah. it doesn't really honor the body that God has given you. Yeah. So. That actually reminds me of one more anecdote from me, which is um, from my uh, one of my youth leaders in high school. And this, her, she told her testimony to us one time, and it stuck with me through all these years because um, over like my my senior year, she had lost like a hundred pounds. She was like wow. drastically thinner, 
And so our youth pastor asked her to give her testimony um, so that us teenage girls wouldn't like get the wrong impression of what had happened. Right. Um, and I remember she came up and said like for her whole life, she was like 30 for her whole life. She had struggled with her weight because she hated her body so much. Mm. And so when she went on diets, it was like a, a fight against her body. And when she wasn't on a diet, it was like, you know, a, again, an assault on her body. Cause she, she just hated this, this form that she had to take on earth. Mm. Um, and it wasn't until she really fully believed that her body was a temple that she was able to treat it with respect. Wow and to become a healthy person. And so I, I do think that that's at the core of, of in order to become, you know, in order to value exercise or to value healthy eating or to value sleep in our, our own bodies, we have to remember that um, our bodies are temples yeah. and um, it comes from that care and that respect that we're able to be healthy. Um, mm -hmm. I think sometimes we try to use like self-hatred as a motivator and that's just not actually the motivator God calls us to. Um, it's not the one that that's going to bring the results that that are going to give us energy, that are going to make us healthier people. So. Yeah. And as, as we talk about these three building blocks of better fitness and health, uh, just a reminder, and we'll kind of press this throughout the next few episodes as we talk about each of these areas, that small choices that you make uh, every day can change everything. Yeah. That in fact, uh, the small changes that you make every day is bigger than like occasional big changes. Yeah. Uh, that's true for eating. That's true of exercise. That's true of sleeping. It mm -hmm. is true all the all the way around. And that making these better choices is a lot of work. Yeah. Right. Uh, those infomercials or advertisements that make it seem like, hey, do this or buy this <laughs> gadget and you lose fat in 30, 30 days like that. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know, right? Mm -hmm. Like th this is a daily give and take. It, it's a, it's it, it it's a battle, but in, in the sense of, like you said, not out of self hatred, but a, a, hopefully a desire to honor God. Because mm -hmm. I think I think we can become so fitness obsessed too in, in yeah. our culture that fitness becomes the end goal. Yeah. Whereas that's not, especially if you're a follower of Christ, yeah. uh, that is a means for you to uh, better uh, manage your time and energy for mm -hmm. the purposes of uh, his kingdom. So, yeah. Yeah, so small changes, uh, small things that you do every day can, can, make, uh, can make a big difference. And I would say, you know, uh, most of you have been on this journey before. I've tried exercising, I've tried dieting or whatever. The other kind of maybe hack would be uh, whatever changes you make uh, from maybe this episode or any other uh, resources out there is try it for like 30 days. Mm -hmm. um, that's usually, you know, because then you don't feel like, oh, I'm locked into this, yeah. right? And see what difference that makes yeah. um, in, in the area of sleep, d uh, diet, and exercise. Yeah. And uh, I just, you know, this might be a good time to re-listen to our micro habits episode oh, from yeah. January. Yep. Um, that was where my mind went when you said like those big changes. It's like, it can be, I think you gave the example of like, every morning doing one push up. Yeah. It's like, oh, I can I can do one push up. That's right. like stupidly easy. Yeah. Um, but then when you're there, you might as well do ten. You know? <laughs> right. Um but yeah, giving yourself just like a, a really easy, easy challenge this week. Yeah. Um to live healthier and to be um yeah, more of the person God calls you to be in the world. All right. Well, this is a shorter introductory episode. Join us next week as we dive more into diet, exercise and sleep. See you then.